Hello, hello. <clears throat> Lexi is in the video. Those of you listening will not get lovely Lexi here. So, <laughs> we are at Bono Stuff. And as much as it's about me talking about stuff I do know, it's also about knowing that I don't know a lot of stuff and bringing on <laughs> experts who know a lot of stuff. Like my wife, who is an expert in relationships. And Lexi is an expert in licking my face. So maybe she'll calm down. Are you going to calm down? Are you going to calm down? Okay. okay. Calm down. I'm going to calm down. <laughs> All right, so... Bo knows what he doesn't know about relationships, and I'm here with my wife. Hi, baby. I love you. And we're going to talk about something that we've bonded over, and again, as a physical therapist myself, and her being a sex and relationship therapist, we bonded over a lot of the patients that we see that come to us, and clients <clears throat> that <laughs> come to us, and Lexi's finally given up. Uh, that come to us, and a lot of times we say, we wish you would have come to us five years earlier, or at least that's what we're thinking. Yeah, we don't say that. We don't say I don't that. say that. I don't, uh, <laughs> sometimes I say that, and, and, and I think it's, it's a lesson learned of uh, a driving force in, in prevention, and again, we tend to wait too long until something happens. So uh, I guess, again, my driving theory here is uh, the concept of drift, the word drift, where little things add up, Frustrations accumulate, resentment builds in relationships. Same thing for the human body, injuries. Uh, we get little aches and pains and we tend to ignore it. We have little episodes, we block the pain, we keep moving about our day, we take a Tylenol or what have you to block the pain, but we keep going. And then, and then in the grand scheme of things, we're still able to function, we're still able to be in a relationship or move and do whatever physically we need to do, but those things down the line uh, lead to worse results. So let's focus on the relationship side and then Mama jump in. Well, I wanted to say that I get that there are reasons why people, including us, uh, do that and wait because, um, <laughs> well, first of all, um, I, it takes a while to realize that there's something quote unquote wrong. Right? A lot of times we go through phases of like denial or, oh, it's just a temporary thing or it's a phase or uh, we can fix it ourselves, you know, that kind of mentality, which is totally understandable. And sometimes, yeah, we do. We learn how to overcome it ourselves. That's totally fine. So that's part of the process. And then what ends up also happening is um, there's the discomfort of addressing certain things, right? I mean, so it is uncomfortable or scary. I, I, I'm just talking about the emotional stuff here, at least, like with the physical stuff. It might be the discomfort of the time commitment, of the money spent, of uh, the work that needs to be done to heal. And same thing for like the, you know, the relationship stuff or emotional stuff. You know, it's, it's not only these factors that come into play, but also the just discomfort of confronting issues. So that's another reason why people put it off. Um, and also, you know, it's human nature to wait i guess until the level of discomfort or dysfunction is high enough that we need to seek help yeah and i would say also that was great that was great bravo <laughs> clap it up um i totally agree and and i would add to that um something being there's also sometimes a lack of belief that if a, it's a small thing 
going to a specialist like a uh, yeah that uh, it requires that kind of like you know professional help right again and, and i'll talk a little from our personal if you don't mind we can delete this if you don't want to talk about this but in our own relationship we had some stuff brewing up as we had life changes and going to therapy ourselves which i always say as a therapist like i want to work with someone who's helping me with my body i i, I might have all the information and ability to help someone else with their body but i also feel like i need that coach to to help me out with mine um and then i think she agrees yes yeah yeah we can't do everything ourselves like it's hard to see things in our own lives as well from a, an objective or not just objective perspective but also like a, just a different perspective yeah and the thing i want to bring up in our experience was uh, you know as we talked about going to a therapist just for this kind of minor issue this was about around the time of covid started um, so money became an issue and as well, um, it was a question of, or, or my kind of thought process of like, is, do we really need a therapist to help us work through this problem where like, I feel like we could just talk about it and we'll get to the bottom of it and we'll, we'll, we'll fix this. And, and yes, it's not always possible. Um, and, and yeah, there is some of that, like, are we going to get like, you know, you take your car to the mechanic you're pretty sure you pay whatever a thousand dollars to get your transmission fixed. Like you, you have to put some faith in the fact that that transmission is now fixed and that car is drivable. If you go to a therapist or uh, of of the head kind or of the body kind, um, it's not always guaranteed that you're going to walk out of there with all your issues resolved. Of course not. It's right. not guaranteed. Like it's far from walk guaranteed. Walk out there with your issues resolved because that's not what we do. Right, and again, these are complicated issues in the long, but the, the point, again, I want to get back to is the longer you avoid addressing these things, more likely, just like your car, the, the analogy to the transmission, the more difficult and the more costly it's going to get the down the line. The more damage there's going to be. Yeah, basically. yeah, exactly. So you're, you're driving and you're building much worse, much deeper resentments, which is why to the physical side, I'll say, and I don't know if you have a, I haven't, I've never seen a number like this. We haven't necessarily talked about this, but on the physical side, again, we say for the dentist did a great job and they said, you should get your teeth checked twice a year by a dentist. Boom. You have a number. It's simple. I don't, I, I haven't been to the dentist in a little while. Um, my teeth feel pretty good. Um, I try to pay attention to my dental care, but it's still a great marketing concept. I say that same thing for physical therapy. Again, as a profession, I don't think the physical therapy profession has done a good job of saying you need to get an annual checkup. I've seen it kind of floated around, but there's no real drive to say, hey, physical therapists are the best at assessing you head to toe on your muscles. You want to be hiking all the time. You want to play golf. Whatever it is, you should get a checkup just like you do with your car every 6,000 miles or whatever it is. So I don't know if there's something like that for mental health, especially in these crazy times that we're living in. Not that I know of that there's something out there that says, oh, you should go get your head checked <laughs> or well, your mental health checked. Well, I guess, I guess that, that maybe uh, in, in the concept of this podcast and, and uh, video and everything, maybe we can get some advice from you on what is like a breaking point where you might say, hey, that's a sign or that you should go, get, go speak to someone for your relationship for yourself that something's bugging you and maybe you don't feel comfortable speaking to your partner, whatever it is. Is there a number that maybe you feel comfortable saying or uh, kind of things to look out for? We talk about, again, in physical side, listen to the whispers before they become the yells. Like you have a little achy elbow. Um, how soon should we address that? 
before letting it become an issue. So is there something like that? And is there maybe like, yeah, once a year, just to check in and have a couple's therapy session, like, you know, it's our whatever six month anniversary of our third year. Um, so we're at three and a half years, whatever it is. And everything seems to be going fine, but there's almost always some kind of issue. Um, I don't know. We're great. We're great, guys. Don't worry about us. We've been married two and a half years, not three and a half. Oh, I wasn't talking about us. I wasn't talking about us. I don't know what's happening. Why, why are you... I don't... Anyway, um, so is there a number <laughs> or things to look out for that maybe someone listening to this, even if they're single... Um, that they should go speak to a mental health professional or a relationship expert. Go. Just do it now. <laughs> you don't have to wait for a breaking point. Or a, my, The way I see it is it's a personal growth journey that is continuous. I don't see it as a starting and ending point. Obviously, unfortunately, the majority of people do see it as I have a problem. I'm going to go see a therapist and it's going to be resolved within whatever weeks or months. Sometimes that works, and sometimes that's what you need. My take on it, I'm not saying that's wrong, obviously. My take on it is, the way I like to see it is, I think every person will benefit from it. And not every person may be ready for it, not every person might um, benefit from a certain type of therapy or working with a certain type of therapist. They have to find the right approach or the right person for them. I think it's important that they connect with the therapist on a personal level. Um, but I believe that everyone would benefit. And in fact, I believe that I think the, the world would be a healthier, happier place if everyone went to therapy. Um, obviously the right type of therapy for them, I'm saying. So I don't, I, I wish that would be the case. That would, that, I think that would be amazing for the world. But unfortunately, that's not the reality because it's time consuming, costly. It's still taboo. It's difficult because it's, you know, there's a lot of, um, emotional stuff you're going to be confronting and dealing with but we all have wounds is what I'm saying we all have wounds we all have baggage have we all have fears but we all have hopes and dreams that, that you know maybe the therapist could help us achieve as well um, just raising more awareness about ourselves I think would help us live a healthier happier life and have better relationships in general so that would be my take <laughs> uh, but if people don't want to just do it for their own personal growth, um, then I would say if you notice that you're experiencing the same type of issue consistently um, and it's not getting easier or it's getting harder, um, then I would seek help because then it's probably not about the, the subject that you're arguing about, for example, that it might be something underlying the subject uh, that you're unable to identify or work through yourself. So that would be, I guess, my general advice. So I don't I, have a time in, <laughs> in mind or, you know. Yeah, and, and I kind of asked that a little arbitrarily, like I didn't expect you to have like every three and a half months or whatever, anything specific like that. But no, I think your answer was awesome. And that's why I married you. That's it. Thank you. No, I'm just kidding. Um, I don't know why I married you. Still, still, That's we're, 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 work, it. we're it's working like, it's it out. It's a mystery no. aspect. <laughs> just joking, people. We're all good. Um, but I do challenge you all at home, whoever listening, whatever platform you're on, uh, watching or listening, 
hopefully if anything resonated with you there or it didn't, I would certainly challenge you to either leave a comment or message us, one of us, either one, whatever you feel comfortable or go and find a therapist right now. But I would push you to go outside that comfort zone if it doesn't feel like it's something comfortable for you. Um, and yeah, that like just why haven't I investigated this? If you're single, there's still, you know, reasons to investigate that. Um, so I would I would challenge, that's my big challenge. I'm not going to edit this. If I was editing this, I'd probably put like a graphic right now. Big challenge. Big challenge. Big challenge. Anyway, one day I'll get fancy and start editing this stuff. So, but I, 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 we also, uh, I'm a big pop culture guy. We watch some shows together. So we've watched some interesting stuff. I wonder if A, with COVID and everything too, uh, it seems like for, I listen to a lot of podcasts also, a big sponsor podcast is now betterhelp.com. Um, and that's a kind of online virtual uh, a mental health coach. I think it's more of a coach than a proper uh, based on licensing and legal stuff. So anyway, I, I, I guess my thought is pop culture um, we're, we're not like experts. I think Vanity Fair does some of these I'm things. I'm not even sure what you're talking Like I know about BetterHelp, but I don't know how exactly it works. Oh yeah, no, I'm not, a, oh. if they want to sponsor, by the way, I'm happy to, <laughs> they sponsor a lot of these like comics podcasts. Cause I think people listen to comedy podcasts like Whitney Cummings or, or even Joe Rogan are, um, probably, okay. yeah. Anyway, yeah, what were you going to say? I was going to say, <laughs> based on pop culture, um, what have you seen? And again, we watched this great show on Showtime about, what was it called? Uh, the couples therapy one. Couples therapy? It was called couples therapy. <laughs> Very clever name. It's not a, like it's a real show. No, yeah, it's, it's, it was, it was as real as I think it's, it, you're going to get, um, on TV, um, which tends to probably be less successful as a show in my experience, like biggest loser was really um, powerful and very successful. Uh, it was kind of reality, but I think it was very manipulated versus actually one of my high school football teammates had a very similar show in the physical weight loss space and it was on AMC or Bravo, one of those channels. And I watched it all, I forgot what channel it's on. Um, but uh, it was like very real weight loss and what the, the reality of it is and, and dealing with the psychological issues and not just this big show of you lost five pounds yay and like and and you know that kind of thing so there there's a big difference between what's good and what's not she's smiling because i'm drifting all over the place i think Speaking of drift, yes. yes the reason i bring it up is is are we at a point where in the pop culture world are we knocking down the taboos or do you feel like there's still these taboos about getting mental health help. Um, it, I think, again, in the physical space, it's, it's much more common to go to a personal trainer if you want to like lose some weight um, or, or get in shape. It's just a very, like, boom. Um, for mental health, people will suffer for a long period of time, whether that's like the American thing or, or you know, masculine energy or, yeah. or what have you. So I guess my question is, um, are there things in, in pop culture and or do you, where do you think it is as a taboo to go get mental health? And I'll also throw in, again, I'm a big uh, movie pop culture nerd. Like back in the 70s, they used to call them analysts. And, you know, it was just commonplace for like Woody Allen. His whole thing was he was neurotic and, um, you know, he'd be like, oh, I saw my analyst for the third time this week. Yeah, like and psychoanalyst. Psychoanalyst, yes. But, but that was like the term. 
Now it's a therapist. So, and again, therapy from a physical therapy standpoint, people, I almost have to w work away from that word because it implies there's something wrong with you yeah. and you need to have it fixed. And so that has this stigma taboo around it. So I guess, um, on this, on the psych side, yeah. Yeah. So there, I think there still is a stigma around it. Um, I do think it is changing, um, that it's becoming more acceptable for people to see therapists and to talk about seeing their therapist and for obviously like TV shows to have therapy. Unfortunately, some TV shows depict the therapist as a nut job. Incompetent. Incompetent. So yeah, yeah uh, that doesn't help, but it's just part of the comedy, I guess. But um, it's improving in terms of the taboo and stigma around it, I would say, but it's still, uh, it's still, is like the, the the case of like I have to be at a certain like breaking point type of thing before I seek help, um, and obviously it's even worse for sex therapy or couples therapy because then there's a problem that's even more embarrassing to talk about, right? Um, yeah, so it's changing, but I think it's not where I want it to be at least. Yeah, and I think that. A lot of the media I think we've taken in shows relationship therapy specifically as a last ditch effort mm -hmm. of like, I want to divorce you. Yeah. It's like, well, let's try therapy first. And again, I think in the conversations we've had, it's like, it's probably pretty darn late at that point. Again, it's worth trying. Um, some, some will make it, some will not, but well, it depends on like the attitude coming into therapy. I would say it's not always too late at that point. Um, but yeah, I think it's more their attitude coming into it. Like, are they really invested in the process or are they just doing it to and are check both, the box? Are both partners invested? Yeah, absolutely. Sure, yeah, right? that's what I mean. Like in the process, not this, I mean, again, it's not a, I'm going to have three sessions and get an outcome type of thing. Like it's a process and if they're invested in really being vulnerable and honest and going through the journey. Um, then there's a high chance that things would change. Right. But if they go into it, just going through the motions, ticking that box that I attended therapy this week. Um, you know, we're not, we're not magicians, unfortunately, or fortunately <laughs> we're facilitators. Yeah. And, and I think that, uh, again, the, the emphasis there also being for me or the takeaway or the drive home message is still don't wait till you get to that point. Just like with injuries, like don't wait till your shoulder is hurting so much. You can't like lift your arm up before you say, hey, maybe I should do something about this and stop just either popping pills or, or do, you know, kind of putting band-aids on it, whatever that is. And also people sometimes, to, to Maha's point, I think earlier, uh, the same thing on the physical side, saying, oh, I tried physical therapy or I tried couples therapy and it didn't work for us. Yeah. Um, that's like saying I went to McDonald's and it wasn't a great experience, therefore I don't like restaurants. Like McDonald's, and I'm using an extreme example, but... It, you know, there's a lot of, um, I think, relevance there of saying, you know, not, every, not all therapists on the physical or mental side are created the same. Not all restaurants are created the same. And we tend to lose sight of that and think that... And we may have just gone into it to begin with, like, I want to check that box and say that I did therapy, right? But was I really invested in it? Yeah. Like, how much did I really want to do that? Yeah, for how sure. How much did I look for the right therapist? Yeah, on the physical side, I know that compliance is a huge part of it. And again, sometimes it gets caught up into that symptom management 
I don't know if it's the same on the emotional side. I'll, I'll let you speak on that of like, are we just going to address that fight or are we really going to get down to the underlying communication issues? It depends on the therapist approach. Yeah. yeah. But would you say if they're addressing that surface level thing and they, they're able to resolve that issue, that then there still might, I mean, obviously it's case by case, but yeah. that uh, maybe for, for physical therapy, I can strongly say there is a benefit sometimes to addressing, again, you have some shoulder pain, cool, you go see someone, they crack your whatever, and boom, it feels better, you walk out of there, you feel good, or maybe a few sessions, versus um, saying, hey, that's happening because... Healing at the like root cause, basically. Sure. Yeah, absolutely. I would hope and I would think that the majority of therapists attend to the root cause of the issue and not just treat the symptoms. <laughs> I'm listening. For those watching on the video, and, and sorry, for those listening at home, I did shave my beard. Feels very weird. Anyway, that's a random cut. Anyway, cool. Yeah. I, I think, I don't know, do you have other major thoughts on that kind of topic? We, we, we I don't want to, I don't like to have episodes that are too long. But. No, I, I just want to say that, it, I mean, therapy is one option, but there are other ways people can invest in their mental health as well, right? So it's not just about going to therapy. Like I said, it's, what else are you doing? Because you can go to your weekly sessions, which are great and helpful, but outside of those weekly sessions, what are you doing as well? Like this, our social life is important for our mental health. Uh, like how, you know, how much are you engaging in meaningful conversation with your partner if you want to spend more time with them? How much are you like planning new things together if you're bored in your relationship? So like there's a lot of things that you could do um, outside of the session to you know, try to work on yourself or the relationship. And like, for example, journaling is something that I would really encourage people to do because that helps them process their emotions, their thoughts, and, you know, self-reflect self and gain a deeper understanding of themselves. So just, yeah, just saying that it's not just about therapy. Therapy is one way that you could work on yourself or relationship. And obviously having that person to take you through the process or go through the process with you or facilitate the process for you is helpful. Yeah. Awesome. Yeah. Uh, journaling. <clears throat> one thing that's always stood out to me, there's the gratitude journal. Mm -hmm. So two things that stood out to me, the gratitude journal is one. Um, and we, we, we've played around with that five minute journal specifically is the one we've, uh, played with and it has a very specific format. Uh, we might talk about it on another episode or something because there is a lot of benefit to that and it's a pretty straightforward format. The other one that stood out to me on journaling that I've played around with a little myself is, uh, I think it's called Empty Pages, but basically you, you just, at the beginning of the day, before you check your phone, um, and we watched Social Dilemma last night, and even though you'll probably be watching this on some form of social media, um, yeah, worth watching Social Dilemma and making up your mind and having a further discussion on that whole concept. But, um, the, yeah, empty pages, first thing in the morning, just start writing whatever's on your brain. Um, so it gets you kind of in a, in a headspace and, and gets you maybe to, to get motivated and, and clarity of mind kind of thing. Mindfulness practices. Yeah. Meditation, jinx. <laughs> you owe me a Coke. We don't drink Coke, but we snort it. No, we do not. No, we do not. She doesn't. No, nothing. Nothing. Anyway, <laughs> can you see this? No, you can if you're listening. All right. 
wrapping up. <laughs> Any other closing thoughts? I, I think, no. of course, you're wonderful. Thank you. And everything you say is gold. It is. Yes, dear. Yes. That's really the trick. Exactly. Happy wife, happy life. Trained him well. Yes. Anyway. No, happy wife, empty bank account, apparently. That's the, yeah, yeah. All right. All right. All right. We make a great podcast. We're going to work on this. Dynamic. You guys let us know what you think in the comments, wherever, message us directly. We appreciate it. Thanks for listening, Mom. No, probably not. Um, let us know what you think. And again, I really challenge you guys to, to in the middle of the episode there, um, based on what Maha said, why have you not started or ever worked with a mental health expert? Um, are there limitations? Are there things still blocking you? Um, worth exploring, not necessarily doesn't mean go to a, a mental health expert right now, but I think it's worth exploring I feel the same way for the physical side. If you haven't had someone, um, you know, talk to you about your aches and pains physically, that's what I'm here for. Um, reach out, let us know, whatever it is. Hopefully you got something out of this. Get 1% better today, every day. Pick the nose. No, video people are appreciated. Or get 1% worse like some people. You could, that is a possibility. So it, you try to work to get 1% better every day. Uh, but but be, be honest, be open, reflect on that. I think that's really the message behind that phrase, is get 1% better today. Any other? No, thank you. <laughs> Good. We're going to call it there. Bye.